You are listening to the Purple Talk Podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. On this week's episode, we have a very special guest. It is Corey Joseph. He is the king of the day for NBC Sports. He's our fourth king of the day, following Bogdan Bogdanovich, Harrison Barnes, and De'Aaron Fox. Really great conversation. Doug Christie joins me. We sit down. We riff about all kinds of things Corey Joseph, including his journey to the NBA through Canada, uh, his time with the Canadian national team and the potential to represent Canada in the Olympics this coming year, and his veteran leadership on this Kings team. So let's get to the king of the day, Corey Joseph, on the Purple Talk podcast. Welcome to another edition of Purple Talk on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. I am James Ham. Joining me, Mr. Doug Christie. And Corey Joseph, who is our king of the day. Whoa, whoa. What's going on, man? How are you? I'm good. Just finished practice. I uh, got a good one. Just finished the break. You know, rested, rejuvenated, ready to go. There we go. I'm not talking to you. I'm not talking you to talk family. to us. You talk to us. Just, we're just having a conversation here. Sounds good. So, uh, of course, Corey is from Canada. So we Pickering. brought him in with the... Uh, Finest. Yes. <laughs> with all of with all of the uh, the presidential buildup right now, we brought him in to break down socialized health care. And... <laughs> He's, he's going to give us uh, the 411 on Canadian socialized health care and uh, whether we want to go single payer here in the States, whether it would work. Uh, no, but you're part of the Canadian revolution of, of basketball and you're sort of that front wave. Uh, what was it that sort of ignited uh, all of this, this incredible groundswell in Canada for this produced a bunch of number one overall picks and a lot of top uh, prospects. Uh, I think first off, uh, you know, I can't say. I mean, yeah, I was one of the you know, start of like the crazy wave year after year, but you can't obviously, you know, not give recognition to guys like you know Steve Nash, mm-hmm. uh, Jamal Moore, even going back Leo mm-hmm. Rollins. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's a lot of guys. Obviously, yeah. Rick Fox. Yeah. Guys. Rick Fox is Canadian. That explains yeah, it all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it explains it all, Doug. No, I'm not going to even. I'm not going there. For the national team. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. You do know that Doug punched Rick Fox, right? Yeah. Uh, I know all that. Yeah, I know all that. That's what I'm like. Look, we can get, you're getting off on but a good foot here. Canadian. He can take a punch. That's, that's right. my point. Come on, we, we're we're hockey in it. Yeah, that's right. That's right. But yeah, so uh, you know, there was, there was a couple guys before uh, me and Tristan. I think me and Tristan were the first ones to go uh, in the first round together. Two Canadians in the first round, and ever since then, uh, that was nine years ago. But ever since then, uh, it's been multiple Canadians every year in the first round, uh, second round. It's been, it's, been, it's been a huge, you know, uh, blast of Canadians and uh, uh, Canadian talent just getting into the NBA. You know, I, I wonder for a guy like you. What the Raptors, uh, I was there in the inaugural season and watching the Canadian fan base that was hockey take in basketball. It didn't work in, in Vancouver, and I always thought that it would have if they would have stayed, but Ontario gravitated to it, and me watching basketball while I was there, and I, I was like, wow, it's talent. And I used to tell people, it's like, it's talent up here, like they can play. Now to watch it come into fruition, what did, what did the Raptors mean to you growing up in right. in that in that area uh it meant everything to uh, you growing up well you know uh, in that area uh watching guys like yourself mm-hmm. uh, you know damon stoddard yeah, Marcus Camby, going way back you yes know, uh, 
don't want to make you feel old. No, it's all good. It's all good. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. You know, Dale Curry, yes. Donyal Marshall. There's, 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 a, there's a bunch of guys that you know we were able to see uh, up close and personal, uh, playing on the TV. Yes. Uh, we didn't get much exposure, uh, you know, to basketball growing up there. And uh, we didn't have you know much, as much camps as we do now and things of that nature. So being able to have the Raptors there and them you know, spark it, I think they came in what, 95? Yep, 95, yeah. 96, yeah. I believe. They came yeah. in 95, that was able to uh, you know spark a lot of those things, uh, which helped you know uh, the youth develop basketball-wise in the neighborhood and all throughout Canada, really. Yeah. Because uh, you know all the stations and everything tuned into those games and it, you know. It brought a lot of excitement, excitement to you know basketball in Canada. Yeah. Um, they had the gri the Grizzlies over there for a little while. A little but, bit. You know what I mean? That didn't last. But yeah, yeah, it was it was it was huge. The Raptors was huge for me. Uh, you know, watch obviously Vince Carter. Can't say the Raptors without saying Vince Carter. Tracy McGrady. Yeah, Tracy. Yeah. Uh, we had a lot of great talent, you know, uh, go through there, and that was you know very inspiring. You know, it's interesting that you say that because me as a kid, I mean, I grew up in Seattle, so being able to, I grew up with the NBA, but in particular, the Supersonics and being able to watch Gus Williams and, and Lonnie Shelton and uh, X-Man and all, all, you know, that that's what motiv motivates you. Are you surprised at all? Yeah, by I'm, the I'm about to say Supersonics. <laughs> don't, 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 don't kill me now. <laughs> are, are you surprised at all by how many players have actually made it to the NBA? Uh, not really so much surprised. I've I seen it trending in that direction. Yeah. Uh, just from, you know, we always had a you know, good amount of players go to college and D1. Right. That was kind of like our NBA in a sense. Okay. Uh, before, yeah, yeah. Before players were making the Make NBA. It, yeah. Uh, so we had talent. We just, the exposure there wasn't there. You know what I mean? And as the exposure grew, I think kids started to be more inspired and more interested in the sport, started yes. to work harder. And then it just kind of trended you know, to that, in that direction. And me and Tristan uh, were able to get in that first round. Obviously the guys I mentioned before me. And then also like, you know, and then, then, then now, now, so many kids are getting there. So it was kind of trending that direction, but uh, of course it's still like, wow, you know. So the big question is, do you play hockey? I used to road hockey. Really? Road hockey? Not, not. not I, I'm not that good on. Okay. Hockey. I can skate a little. You can bit. skate. I can skate a little. Bit. What? Hard for me to stop, but I can skate. <laughs> <laughs> Stopping's overrated. Right, right, Stop. Right. Just hit the boards. You right. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah. We roller skated here. We we at least have some idea of it. Yeah, yeah. Um, you you brought up Tristan a couple of times. Uh -huh. You guys played in AAU together, uh -huh. then you picked up and moved to to. Nevada, for yeah. some reason, I'm not quite sure why, to play for a couple of years in high school. Uh, you guys won state championships and all kinds. Uh, like, how is that relationship? And you guys have been on your basketball journey together. Right. Uh, uh, that's, that's one of my brothers. Uh, yeah. You know, we, like you said, we've been on you know, a life journey, really, uh, not just basketball. Uh, we got up at a young age. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're playing in AU and in, in, in Grassroots Canada in Canada, in, mm -hmm. in Canada at the time, Toronto. Uh, Roy, Russell, Roy Russell was the coach. Uh, he used to you know, drive us down. We used to have like a 16-seater. The whole team used to yeah. drive down to like Philly, New York, and play in all those tournaments, the AU tournaments. Yeah, he's been doing that for years over there in Canada, helping a lot of kids out. So he's done a great job. He helped us. So we did that, and, that, and then from that, we had uh, got a look to go out and uh, play for a school in Henderson, Nevada. Finlay uh, Prep. Finlay Prep. Yeah. Uh, it was a 
great opportunity for me just to move and get more exposure. The exposure yeah. that I was talking about uh, when I was growing up in uh, in Toronto, uh, people you know, knew there were some players. Obviously, Nashville's guys that I mentioned uh, came out of Canada, but the exposure wasn't there as yet. You know, what I mean, I was still you know, searching to get you know high D1 looks and whatnot. So I made the decision. My brother was leaving the college. So I made the decision he was leaving, so my parents decided I'd go down south to across the border. Uh, then I ended up in Henderson. It was a great move for me. Uh, Tristan came over. I think Tristan was at St. Benedict's at the time mm -hmm. in uh, Jersey. Yeah. And then uh, he came over with me, and then we had a lot of great players. Actually, Avery Bradley played with us, yep. too. Wow. Uh, we had a lot of great players that played. All of our players played D1. Uh, we won the state championship twice. That's a mean yeah. defensive squad. Yeah. Uh, no, no yeah. doubt. It's a mean defensive it squad. Was. Yeah. People had a tough time getting that back. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, Mark Jones, Paul Jones, uh, from the te television fame, both from, from Canada. Uh, Paul talked about your, your dad. And you ever beat your dad? Of course. Yeah. And he would say otherwise. Yes. That's, I think he, like when I was like, I don't know, very young, he beat me one time and he knew I was, you know, getting better yep. and growing, so he's like trying to retire. <laughs> <laughs> so it was it was he the biggest um, basketball motivation for you young? Uh, for sure. Yeah. My mom played too though. Did my she? My mom did play. Uh, college. They played the same college, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Really? Yeah, my mom played as well. Your mom my got dad for sure, he coached me. When mom I was got young a J? growing up. Yeah, my, my, my dad, my, my mom had the J. Did she? Sure. My dad was athletic. Yeah, it's like De'Aaron. De'Aaron's mom it still holds free throw records. Yeah, for sure. Really? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know that. De'Aaron's mom holds Yeah, she, in, at her college, she still holds the free throw record. Oh, she, no. I thought she shot over 90%. Something like that. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not oh, sure. Oh. I'm not sure what happened to De'Aaron. Yeah. <laughs> I say that. I, 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 I wasn't even gonna touch I that, Joe. I'll that, say that, it. That, that, that's him. I'm the journalist. I have to be honest. I thought it, but, but I didn't say it. Come on, man. You're killing him, man. Right, come on. Uh, okay, so look, uh, you're. Are you still the captain of the Canadian national team? Yes. yes sir. How much pride do you have in being able to represent your country and the potential to have wow. a Wiggins, a, yeah. you know, Tristan Thompson? Like, you could really formulate a team. Yeah. Uh, very prideful. Uh, since I was maybe 15 years old, I played uh, for the national team. We've been the junior national team. When I was 15, I think I was playing when I was 19. Going up to Serbia, yeah. some loud guys in the back. Yeah, going up, yeah. Part of the <laughs> going up to Serbia, yeah, I was playing for them. So every year, and it helped my development. You know, every summer, uh, I looked at it as an opportunity to get better and you know, and to compete against you know some of the best talent in the world. You know, during the summertime. You yeah. Know what I mean? uh, so I took it serious, uh, and I still do to this day. And I kind of built that reputation going there uh, every summer. Uh, just working on my game, I always looked at it as, you know, as an honor to play for your country. Not many people get to do that. Facts. Uh, especially, uh, like, like you said, uh, you know, Canada is considered a, a hockey, a hockey country. Yeah. So right. being able, you know, be a part of that kind of that that turn where you know everybody's just looking at hockey and then kind of be more interested in, in, in basketball. Uh, it's, 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 it's a very special thing. Uh, hopefully, you know, everybody plays this summer mm -hmm. and we can get a, a, a even better game to roll. They were interested in, I, I was at the finals all last year and it was crazy. I mean, watching the, all those people come out, 
uh, out in Jurassic Park, and like, and they had many Jurassic Parks all over the country. I mean, absolutely incredible how basketball is taking hold in Canada. Oh yeah, it was unbelievable. The parade itself, I think, was record-breaking numbers. Come on, man. Uh, I think it was the whole of Canada, not just the Ontario province. The province is like the state, if anybody knows. Yeah. yeah. Just in case you didn't know. Just in case you didn't know. So not just the Ontario uh, province. It was all provinces, you know, to come out and uh, support, uh, which was great, you know, for the city, for the country. Uh, obviously, I wish it was my NBA team that won. Yeah, no but, doubt. You know, I was happy for the city and the country, for sure. You know, so when I was with the Raptors, when you talk about Canadian pride, it was incredible because we had uh, Rowan Barry, who tried out for the Raptors. He didn't, he didn't make it, but the, the, the whole wellspring behind everything and, and preseason games and everything, and then to bring it 360 and watch his son now, RJ, be able to do the things that he's doing, incredible. The motivation for a guy like Rowan now to be part of Canadian basketball, do you see yourself doing something different after your playing days is uh, over sure. with Canadian basketball? Uh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. Uh, my heart's definitely there. Uh, and, you know, uh, to, it, 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 to have an opportunity, if I get the opportunity to give back uh, to the youth uh, that's coming up and be a part of that next generation, yeah. be, of course, I would something I'll be interested in. That's huge. Man. You have one of the grassroots guys here, uh, Roy Rana. Uh, what has he meant to sort of the game of basketball and, and sort of the group of guys like yourself that are coming through? Uh, he meant a, he's meant a, a whole lot. Uh, you know, on the coaching side of it, uh, he was kind of you know, going through those growing pains and being in Canada. As every, as every player did, mm -hmm. uh, even a little bit more than us, because we, we, as players, we started to get the exposure uh, a little bit quicker than the coaches. You know, I think he's, you know, one of one of the first coaches, you know, uh, born, raised, you know, from Toronto to, to, uh, you know, get a job here in the NBA. Uh, so he's kind of that, you know, part of that first, you know, uh, role of coaches. Hopefully, there'll be more. But he was, he was big time. Uh, he, he, he worked his way up. He started high school. My dad and him, you know, coaching uh, me when I was young. Uh, then he worked his way up. Then he started going to uh, the global games and started getting recognition, uh, yeah. you know, across you know USA and worldwide. Then he started uh, coaching in Canada, and he you know got us qualified for the, uh, for the World Cup. Uh, you know, that was because the World Cup last year was. I don't think people understand how big it yeah. was a part of it. You know. I think uh, the World Cup was the qualifiers was a part of uh, during the NBA season, so a lot of us didn't get to play. Yeah. But we had a lot of guys that played in Europe, uh, Canada, and stuff. And those guys don't get enough recognition. I think that they got us to the to the qualifiers for the World Cup, and then some of them weren't able weren't able to play because then we came. You know, the spot wasn't open for them. But George did a, a hell of a job. He's been doing a hell of a job. He's kind of a guy that you know hard nose, works hard. A student of the game. Uh, as he's teaching, he's learning, uh, and I think he just keeps his head down and, and, and stays focused. And he's, he's been a, a great uh, pillar, I would say, in, in the Canadian basketball. You are listening to a special edition of the Purple Talk podcast on NBC Sports California, brought to you by Wendy's. Corey Joseph is our king of the day. He stepped in to have a chat with Doug Christie and myself. But we've got we to gotta pay the bills here. So let's get to our sponsors. First and foremost, Wendy's. 
but also BMW has decided to join the fray on the Purple Talk podcast, and let's hear what they have to say. No matter who you are, no matter where you're going, no matter what's next, there's an X to take you there. We are BMW X5, XDrive 40i for $719 a month. All right, we're back. Let's get to the show. Doug Christie, James Ham, with Corey Joseph. When, when you think uh, Canada basketball, and I think of Kelly Olenek, and I think of Tristan, and you, and RJ, and you just go on and on and on, what, um, what do you think the, the chances are of you guys taking that next step now? I mean, because when the Raptors won the, the, the championship, you saw what happened. I mean, can you imagine doing something like we've seen Argentina do? Winning, like, That's funny you said that, because I, I remember... Uh, San Antonio, it's probably like my third or fourth year. Yeah. And I just always would talk to Manu yeah. about his run with Argentina and yep. you know, the guys and the talented players they had and how they wanted to go and stuff. And he would always tell me these amazing stories. And then he said, if you guys, you know, keep your minds right over there in Canada, you guys have young talent, yeah. you guys can maybe make some noise. And he wow. said, it's the greatest thing, it's the greatest feeling ever. So I always held on to that. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why I kept going every summer just to, you know, obviously better myself and better in you know, the country uh, and it, it'll be an amazing thing if we can you know yeah, come together and get our minds right and everybody you know, focus on trying to medal yeah and see how we can do what did uh, what did it mean for you to because i mentioned our uh, rowan when, when he tried out for a team what did it mean for you to put that jersey on that nba jersey being from canada right. being from ontario and going through everything you went through and all of a sudden you you running out at, at air canada center Oh man, you talking about my the Raptors yeah, jersey? Yeah. Oh man, it was it was surreal. It was <laughs> bet, crazy. It I was bet. crazy. I must have had damn near a hundred people people in the stands. Ah. You know, it was unbelievable. I bought like the whole section. Yes. Just for that first game, it was oh, crazy. Yo. It was a crazy feeling. The whole year, the whole first year was crazy. Just to go home and just be in the community, really. Yes. And see everybody that I, I a lot of people that I, that I know. Yeah. I would go to my mandatory events. I would do things on the side too, of course. Right. Even the mandatory events I had to do Nuts. with the Raptors. Yeah. And I would go and I just see kids and see people that I grew up with that I know. It's like yes. I'm right at home. This is unbelievable. Wow. Able to affect that community yes. up close and personal with them. It was, it was amazing. It was an amazing feeling. Now, you get drafted by the Spurs, um, and you're part of this. I mean, I don't know if they'll make it this year or not. We have no idea. There's still, you know, 28 games or whatever left. Um, but they have this incredible run. I think it's 22 straight years. But since coming into the NBA, I think the Spurs have only missed the playoffs four times total in, like, 43 years. It's absolutely incredible. Um, but what is it to be sort of grow up as a Spur in the NBA? Because it seems like they do a really nice job of, helping players become really, really good at what they do. Right. Uh, it's, 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 it's hard to describe it in the Spurs way. You know, everybody knows it's just it's hard to pinpoint one thing because they do a lot of things great. Mm-hmm. Organization from the top to the bottom. From the top to the bottom, you know, they do it the right way. Uh, and when I got there, uh, I was thrown into the fire as a young kid. I think it was, it was a, a lockout year. Okay. Uh, it was a lockout year. Yeah, 2011. 2011. It was a, it was a lockout 66. year. 66. Yeah, yeah. 66. Yeah, yeah. Lockout year. I think we won like 50 games. It was unbelievable. But anyway, wow. it was lockout year. We had like one week of training camp. And I kind of 
got thrown into practice. Tony was cutting me up. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, I had TJ Ford too that went to Texas. He oh, was yeah. helping me at the time too. But mm-hmm. we had a lot of guys there just to to help me, you know, be, become a not only on the court, become a, a boy to a man. Professionally, it was amazing for me because I got to see it done the right way. You know, yeah. some guys obviously Tim, Tony, Monty, yeah. Pop. You know, every day just. You know, just consistent with the way they worked, you know, routines, uh, just doing everything the right way, on, off the court. And I think that just built me to the profession I am today. And I think they have a, you know, a big say-so, obviously, the development team, Chip, uh, England, Chad, for yeah. sure. Those, all those guys there uh, had a big say in why, why I probably, you know, in this league today. Uh, you know, I work hard, of course, and, yeah. you know, I do my, my work in professional ball. Those guys helped me a tremendous amount. That season, there, I think there were uh, back-to-back-to-backs, and your team yeah. had four back-to-back-to-backs, which yeah. I think was the only team in the NBA that had that, uh-huh. and you won all 12 games. Yeah. It was, it was incredible. Like, it was like a machine. Yeah, Our minds were strong, man. It was strong, man. We were strong mentally, and I got to see those guys were strong. Tim, obviously, was one of the strongest mentally. Romano yeah. was an ultimate competitor. Same with Tony. Yeah. Uh, Pop was obviously one of the you know, greatest minds uh, in basketball. Uh, you know, we had, and we had a, a great you know, players, and everybody knew their role. Everybody was trying to be a star in their role, and we, it just fit together. It was great. Yeah. When, you, when you think about gr- growing up in, in Canada, then you come along, you get to the Spurs, you, you went to... Now, as a veteran, how 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 do you take the ability to pay all that information right. forward? You know what I'm saying? Right. How do you, how do you take that on for yeah, yourself? Yeah, everything I've gathered uh, from you know my my, my upbringing, you know, through obviously Canada, through my experiences there, and then through the Spurs uh, and the NBA, obviously winning the championship, mm-hmm. you know, doing multiple things, uh, being in multiple experiences and situations. Uh, take that and maybe try to, you know, like you say, pay that forward over here. Where, mm-hmm. You know, maybe you know, there's other guys that haven't been in the situations or haven't experienced what I've experienced. Uh, whether you know, it's talking to them during the game, off the court, uh, whatever it may be, you know, uh, at dinner, whatever it is, mm-hmm. uh, I try to do. Obviously, I don't want to just come on like that guy that just, yeah. you know, just, just bugging right. the people all the time. But uh, if anybody always asks, I always have, you know, uh, open, you know, I'm always open to talking or whatever. Uh, and just like likewise, when we're on the court, if they see something that, you know, maybe I could get better at, because I'm still always Facts. learning myself. No they doubt. tell me. I always want to yes. have an open dialogue. People tell me what they think. I would tell you what, what I think, and we just go from there. Uh, and, and on the court, I don't know. I'm always talking, even in timeouts or on the court, just trying to, you know, whether it's you know, encourage or whether it's teach or, yeah. or learn, whatever yeah. it is. You're kind of a quiet leader, but how much have you like pulled De'Aaron under your wing and tried to like show him the ropes? Because I know he talked about watching you while he was out and just the defensive intensity, the, the, how you go about your business every single night. How much are you working with him? I work with him. Uh, Darren's a special, special talent, as everybody knows. You know what I mean. Uh, so I try to work with him, uh, mostly, uh, you know, his, his mindset, uh, which is which is good. But you know, just try to. I've seen so many players uh, that were great players and take the next step. 
which you know, uh, which you know, I feel like he's about to do pretty soon. Yeah. Uh, so I just try to, you know, just from what I've seen, uh, try to relate to him. Uh, and then, like you said, him watch. Obviously, we're not the same player. Uh, I do things good, and he does things good. And when he was out, uh, I was just, you know, I knew he was watching me. So every time I would go to, you know, to uh, play a game, I knew that, you know, I have to, you know play very hard and defensively. I knew we needed to get better as a team defensively and he's the leader. Mm -hmm. So I knew if I came out and I started with me and I was able to affect the game defensively, then when he came back, which he's right. doing now, he'll, be, he'll pick it up. Uh, so that was good that, that uh, without saying words, that point was able to get across. The defensive prowess, was that, did that come as a kid? Did that come pop? Did that come Texas? Where did that, where did that come from? I think, from? Uh, I think it came a little bit from, from, from everywhere, from everywhere. Yeah. but I mean, I think it came as a kid and, I, and from pop. Uh, it came from a pop for sure. Yeah. He always said, yeah, like growing up, yeah, because everybody's growing up, 30s and all that. Right. But like, yeah, but what'd your man have? You yeah. know what I mean? What did he have? You know, it, it was always like that. It's yeah. always, you know, we always took pride in that. You yeah. know what I mean? Locking up. Uh, it, was, it, was, it, was, it, was, it was great. That's yeah. how I felt. Like, yeah. Getting a stop and locking up somebody from scoring yeah. is a different type of feeling. Yeah, it is. It's a great feeling. You know what <laughs> it mean? is. It's a great feeling when you can clamp somebody up yeah. and they, you know, they frustrated and it's just and you in their head. It's, yeah. it's, 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 it's he knows that yeah, feeling he well. Knows that feeling. He knows that feeling. Don't amazing. worry, him. I can D up. Like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. <laughs> well, I can't got, shoot the ball. We got your sandwich stand right there. <laughs> <laughs> it ain't too much. You go. Two great <laughs> defenders. All right. Well, we got to wrap this thing up. Uh, thanks so much for joining us. Um, we're just gonna. I'm just gonna ask one last question. Um, is there anything about you that people in Sacramento should know that that's a little different that maybe isn't just you know who is Corey Joseph? Family guy. Uh, I mean, I mean, they know me. They see me on the court all the time, so I, 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 I don't have to say it. <laughs> on the court, right? No, right. no, Family no. Family guy uh, likes to stay at home, watch movies. Uh, you know, likes to go, go to his coffee shops. You know, and there you go. Around the city. What you drink? Uh, whatever, maybe. Sometimes I just try this. The matcha latte was good. I like that. That was right. that, uh, that was an right. insight. Uh, over there. Okay. okay. Uh, that was nice. Uh, whatever. Lavender, you know. Oh. Favorite yeah. movie. Favorite movie. Strange Brew. Uh, <laughs> favorite movie. There's so many of them. Yeah, okay. There's so many of them. Yeah. TV show? Probably Game of Thrones was crazy. Wow, that, that, that was good. That was good. That was crazy. I watched a lot of TV shows, man. That one sticks out of my you head. See, he, like picked, he picked the cold show. With, with all the, yeah, with, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we the north. You see, we the north. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We the north. The fur on. <laughs> no all right, so that's going to do it for this edition of Purple Appreciate Talk. You, Thanks so much job. to Corey Joseph for dropping by, uh, yes, and we'll hopefully we'll celebrate you and get you up on the set. All right, that'll be great. Got to get that win. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>